One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. So Tom, mm-hmm. Tonight, I'm a bit nervous because I've got the Bees for Development quiz tomorrow. Okay. And so I'm going to be doing the actual quiz on you. On me. To see whether you know any of the answers. Do you think you might? Well, I have no other questions yet. <laughs> and to oil the passage. Mm-hmm. To what? To oil the passage. Okay. That means to sort of grease up the motorway. Yeah. I've actually... <laughs> That's not a good idea, but grease on a motorway. Well, I've got you a special treat go for on. each round. That special treat, I'm not going to go there. What do you think that special treat could be? Grease on your motorway. A wax candle? Yes. <laughs> well, no, it's not. But yeah. underneath this cloth here. Mm, I've noticed this bulk underneath your doily. Reveal <laughs> what is under the blanket. Um, right then, underneath this, are you ready? Underneath I'm this ready. lovely lace cloth, it we is. have... Da-da! Ooh! Ah. Some mead. Some mead. Long hot days in the shade of some big old tree Making daisy chains and watching all the honeybees so I'm doing this quiz for Bees for Development, but I am a little bit nervous. I'm going to test you on the questions and see if I can do it. So a dry run. It's a dry run. Which is the opposite of a greased motorway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, calm down, Tom. Sorry. So we're going to start with one of these meads for each round. So which, which one would you like to try? We've got Gosnell's Citrusy Sparkling Mead. Citrusy. We've mm. got... Hopped Gosnell's Sparkling Mead. Oh, that sounds That's that a little, or any of them appropriate. Hibiscus. Well, that's a nice flower that I'm sure bees love. And we've got Sour. Mmm. Now that, I'm just looking at the ingredients on this uh, citrusy. Yeah. That looks nice. What's in it then? Honey and lemon. Ooh. Tarragon and hops. I'm guessing there'll be citra hops. Yeah. With a tantalising salty finish. Oh, I say. I love a salty finish. Pass it over here. That's it. (laughs) Right, I'll pour you a glass and Mm. hope you enjoy your salty finish. Oh, don't drink it all at once, Captain. Shall we drink it now before we start? Why not? Okay, cheers, Tom. Nice. Now, it's nowhere near as sweet as my one, but it's still quite sweet. It's definitely got a salty finish. Mm. Oh, dear, it's a bit gassy. Very nice, though. Okay, right, starting with the quiz. So, Tom. Oh, yes. Okay. Round one. Have you got your pen? No, I'm not going to write these down. Are you going to just guess the answers? Is that all right? So, I'll tell you the answers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How many legs do bees have? 
Is it A, 2, B, 4, or C, 6? Now, that is C, 6. I know that one. That's a nice, easy start, isn't it? That's a nice nice pipe opener. Okay, well mm. done, Tom. And how many wings do bees have <laughs> compared to, you know, people? That's how I read it. I don't want to sound like I'm reading it wrong. How many wings do bees have? Do they have A, 2, B, 4, or C, 6? I'm thinking B, 4. Very good, Tom. Uh, How many eyes do bees have? Is it A, 1,000, B, 5, or C, 2? See, that's a tricky thing. Are they compound eyes? Well, the night has a 1,000 eyes. It does indeed, yes. doesn't it? Yeah. So they've got two things two yeah. two eye bits well, they've have, probably you, got lots of eyes inside each one well you just said they've got compound eyes they've they have. got two compound eyes two compound they? eyes yeah yeah is that right no they've got five eyes they've actually got How two compound eyes on either side of their yeah. lovely faces and then they've got three little eyes on the four on the top of the head oh like you know where a baby has like a squidgy little tender bit there. The third eye in the centre of their forehead. No, not in the centre of the forehead, on oh. the top of the head. Oh. Like a little sort of group of eyes. And what do they use those eyes for? Hmm, I think contacting aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Just mucking about, really. Just I think off. that's where, because they're, they, they're above, maybe it's so they can see aliens in outer space when they're flying around. <laughs> but it must be a real trick when they go to the opticians. It must be hard, It must yeah. be hard, because you have to get Two pairs of glasses plus an extra glass. Oh, yeah, it is true, actually. But, you know, I think they've been banned from all the opticians around here. <laughs> so then, I'm going to have another bit of my... I'm enjoying this. Definitely oh. a salty tang on that one. Oh, yeah, it's very nice. Well done, Gosnells. So, how many bees equal the weight of one plain chocolate M&M? Have you ever had a chocolate M&M? Well, I have had a chocolate M&M. Yeah, sort of, probably about the same weight as a... Don't mal- give it away. Malteser? I don't know. No. Is it A... It's more solid. Malteser is more airy. Mm, OK. A, 5 to 6, B, 9 to 10, or C, 12 to 13? I think this will be the higher end of things, so I'm going to go with 12 to 13. Hmm. I don't think it is that. Well, you've got your answers, so... I know, but not in front of me. I think it's 9 to 10. Oh, hang on. Are you doing a quiz at the same time? I'm just telling you the answers, because I do know some of them, because I'm quite clever when it comes to bees. I know you are, I know you are, but I thought you might know the answers to all the questions. I'm not a genius, so I've got to get some of them wrong, haven't I? But I think it's 9 to 10. You think it's 12 to 13. I'm going higher. Okay, well, we'll look at the answers in a minute. So if the next question, if one honeybee produces one twelfth of a teaspoon of honey in her life, how many bees have to work their entire lives to fill a one pound jar? Oh, it's quite dense, your honey. Well, is it 350 bees? No, more. 780 bees? Maybe. Or 1,580? I'm going to go to the top one because that seems very precise, 1,580. Well, actually, you're wrong. It's 780. I'm not doing very well here, still, am I? Still a lot, yeah. On the other one, about the how many bees equal the weight of one plain chocolate M&M. Yeah. You were wrong on that as well. Oh, it's God. 9 to 10. So you're getting them all right. Yeah. And I'm getting them all wrong. 
Let's go on to the hopped mead now for okay. the next round, okay. yeah? If that's what you think. This hasn't got the salty finish. There's no salty finish on this one, no. <laughs> Disappointingly so. <laughs> Do you prefer a salty finish, Tom? Ah, uh, be honest, yeah. You like a bit of yeah, salt? I do. Ooh. Right, ooh. Now, this is a coincidence. Go In on. Norse mythology, mm-hmm. whoever drinks the mead of Satunga becomes A, a warrior, B, a poet, or C, a fool. Ooh. I'd say probably because they're Norsemen, they like their mead and they like to get drunk on mead and pillage Mm -hmm. their thing. Or that's our conception of what their thing was. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe that's a trick question. I think that might be a poet. Oh. I think you're expecting me to say warrior Mm. because of the Norsemen and the rampaging Vikings and all Mm. that on their mead. But I think they're more subtle than that. Mm. I think it might be a poet. So if you drank all this mead, would you come out with a poem? I would come out with a poem. What would it be? It'd be mead, mead, give me some mead. I plead. (laughs) I need mead. Very good. Thank you. I think you've got that right. It's right, yeah. Right answer. I got it right. Yeah. Ah. So what do Sting and Dame Cressida Dick have in common? Ah, Sting no, is Sting teacher. is the patron of bees for development. Oh, is he? Yeah. Is that the answer? No. So, yeah. what do Sting and Dame Cressida Dick have in common? You find both Sting on a worker bee and a Dick on a drone. Well, that's not the answer, but it's not. That's true, though. That's isn't the, it? that is true. Yeah, yeah. that that could be. That's a good, actually, that could be a good little joke that I could say tomorrow night, couldn't it? Oh, Tom, so you're giving me an uh, idea yeah, for that's that. Fine. That's Very fine. good. You can have that one. They're both members of the police. Oh, for goodness sake. Oh, sorry, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> right then, which Wizard of Oz character did the Wicked Witch of the West threaten to turn into a beehive? Oh. Was it A, the Tin Man? B, the Scarecrow, or C, the Cowardly Lion? I am now... I'm not a huge fan of Wizard of Oz, but I know you are. Yeah, I love it. I think that will probably be the Scarecrow, simply because of the skep making I'm I'm seeing here, right in front of me. Yeah. That's Esther's skep made of straw. Mm -hmm. So let me guess at the straw man. Yeah, it's a good guess, but it's not. It's the Tin Man, because... As well, if you the clue is in the image as well of the, um, you know, the Tin Man also looks a bit like a bee smoker, doesn't he? He does, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think that's but the right it, answer. That'd be, I'll turn you into a bee smoker. Doesn't work yeah. as well, does it? No. Turn you into a beehive. It's a good threat. I know. It's so good, isn't it? So where the bee sucks, there suck I in a cowslip's bell I lie. Who am I? Am I Oberon? Am I Ariel? Or am I Titania? Could you run the quote past me again? Where the bee sucks, there suck I. In a cowslip's bell I lie. Who am I? I would say Titania. Wrong. Oh, Ariel. Ariel. 
Okay, so well done. You didn't didn't you did, disgrace myself. Yeah, you didn't. But no. you, yeah, but you know, you can't get more, more just right. by saying. Yeah. I, I would have got more just by guessing. Do you want to try a different one for the next round? Yes, of course. <laughs> God, we're getting through them fast, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. We're not going to get through that whole bottle of rather delicious-looking <laughs> rhubarb mead, are we? Oh, do you want to try some of that next? Yes, of course. Where's that from? This is a delicious mead with the fresh, fruity and sweet flavours of rhubarb. Flavours? Flavours. Oh. And it's called Jack Rat. Oh, but you know what? I think that's that quite like looking forward to that until you tell me it's by Jack Rat. I've been working in the community garden and we've had this little fox come in. I don't oh, know yes. whether I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but we've got quite a rodent problem and we call all the rodents there the different names, the members of parliament, you know, and they come out quite regularly. And, you know, if you don't like rats, then you could feel a bit uncomfortable at times. Mm. But along came a little fox a few weeks ago and started catching these rats in front of our eyes. And I'm sure the first one he caught was Boris Johnson. It was a very large rat. Very large rat. Yeah. They have a big family. And it had a sort of scruffy little face. Oh, and, yes. Yeah. Oh. And it had a very large family, yeah. Yeah, well. We decided to call the fox Andy Burnham, King of the North. King of the North, but... And you know what? Andy Burnham has sorted out the rat problem. He went to work on those rats and he killed nearly every one. That today, sounds like a fine animal to have around. And when I, He went missing for a couple of weeks and I was so worried about him. He had a little friend, actually. It was a tabby cat. I didn't give the tabby cat a name, though. But um, anyway, I was a bit upset that Andy Burnham might have given up, but he came back with force. Good for him. Last week. This week, I've not seen a single rat. And all down to Andy Burnham's... Hard work yeah. in industry. Anyway, I called him by his name. We were busy in the garden. Full name. I think he actually knows his name. <laughs> Andy! I went, Andy! Andy Burnham! And his little ears twitched. And, yeah, I think I'm going to take him in a sausage next week. A good idea, because I do like a sausage. You urban fox. Yeah. Anyway, that's a bit of news, isn't it? It's a fine bit of news. <laughs> Not particularly bee-related, but it's great news. <laughs> Oh, Tom, it's nice doing this, isn't it? <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I said so. 
Oh, this is nice. Okay. Now, what a lovely rhubarb colour. Actually, rhubarb, another good bee-related thing, is that the rhubarb leaf is full of oxalic acid. I wonder whether bees might sit on that and try and soak up some of the oxalic acid. Or, you know, I wonder what other plants uh, uh, break down in these composts and stuff and mm. release o- yeah, oxalic yeah. acid, which another is another thing that... <clears throat> oh, dear, this, this one's a bit... You haven't even drunk any of that yet. Yeah. I wonder if... Um, <laughs> <laughs> The oxalic acid is helping them fight the varroa as well. Oh, cheers. So this... This is rhubarb mead. It's, def- it's different. It's not sparkling. Oh, gosh. Flipping heck. That's so different. That's more like mine. Oh, gosh. It's, it's very sweet. So... It's not quite as sweet as yours, though, Tom. No. This is more like... Um, this is definitely like ah, an, so, an after-dinner drink. Yeah, well, this is... More than twice as strong as ones we've been having mm. before. Oh, be careful. Yeah. The other ones, probably that's why they weren't as sweet, because they're about 5% or what 4% have you. 4% the others were. 4%? This one's 11%. 11%. Poured us quite a big glass. You have poured us quite a big glass. Oh, flipping it. Let's get on with the quiz before yes, we jump. Now, not tonight, honey, is the next round. Mm-hmm. So, Not Tonight Honey was launched with the Bees for Development support in a country where we have worked for over 20 years. Where can you buy it? Not Have, have we got a multiple choice? It's A, Uganda, B, Tanzania, or C, Ghana. So it's called Not Tonight Honey. That's the name that they've... And it can only be bought in one of those three places. Yeah, yeah. Uh... It looks like a very nice honey. Can you show me a picture? Yeah, there, look. It's, Without revealing the answer? It looks like it's in a Marmite jar, but it says, not tonight, honey. That does look nice. I like that. And it's acacia honey, but acacia honey is usually very light, and this one does look a bit darker, so it must be a different okay. acacia plant. I am going to have to just guess at this and okay. say Uganda. Oh, Uganda, that's right. That's there the right answer. Go. I'm doing better by guessing than I am by trying to be clever. All right, well, very, very well done. Oh, you might know this because you like tasting honeys. According to the honey tasting expert, Lucia Piana, which of these monofloral honeys smells like feet? Oh, if that's... Carry on, I think I might know this. A, dandelion, B, strawberry tree, or C, chestnut? Uh, B, strawberry tree. No. No. Because actually, strawberry tree or... Arbutus, as we know it, doesn't actually smell like feet. So you should have thought it tastes like about garlic. It tastes, it tastes bitter, doesn't it? Yeah. But dandelion has got an aftertaste of it's a valerianic odor, Valeria. aroma. Ooh. And so that's another name for sweaty feet. Do you think your feet have got a valerianic, valerianic odor? Well, yes, I do. Maybe do I should rub. Dandelion, or maybe I should rub strawberry trees on them. Obviously, they don't have valerian. No, but I think you you have got a bit of an odour like that sometimes. I do. Why are you so smelly? (laughs) That's one of those questions I find it very hard to answer. (laughs) Right, then, I think you'll like this question. During the 12th century, in which of these countries... Did each township have to supply one worth of a vat of mead big enough for the king and an adult companion to bathe in? Oh, what a 
what how to test that i don't get think... to bathe in loads of mead it's a bit sticky and a bit sweet in your cracks it would be wouldn't it It'd be absolutely you know you could probably about me being a bit smelly but you get all rancid I know. Bits of sticky meat. If you went like un- plunge. Yeah, you went underwater, under the meat, under, swam underneath in the mead and got it stuck in your beard. And yeah. So, anyway, what. You'd have to have another bath just mm. to wash the bath off, wouldn't you? But which country do you think it was? 12th century, a- is this? A, Scotland, B, yep. Wales, and C, Denmark. Ooh. And this is a town had to pay it. In which of these countries did each township have to supply the worth of a vat of mead big enough for the king and an adult companion to bathe in? I'm going to say Denmark, simply because it doesn't sound particularly Mm. Scottish. Sounds a bit lavish for your Scottish and a little bit joyous for your Welsh. Well, actually, Tom, you're wrong. It's Wales. Wales. That could have been me and you if we lived in Wales in the 12th century. We would have been in a bath of mead. I would have preferred custard. But that, but that, but that would have assumed I was king. I don't think I would have been king of Wales. You would have been. Oh. But actually, the reason why I think uh, this question is because Bees for Development are based in Wales. They're ah, based in okay. Monmouth. Do you oh, think gosh. they can supply a vat of mead? Big enough for yourself and another adult? Companion. Companion. You and me, Tom? Yes, what do you think? Maybe we could empty all this mead and just relax in a nice bathtub Bath together. Mead. Yeah. Would you do that? Not tonight, honey. <laughs> very good. That's very good. Right. Who allegedly died from drinking too much mead during their honeymoon? That would have been you if we'd had a honeymoon, wouldn't it? It would have been. A, King Solomon, B, Alexander the Great, or C, Attila the Hun? Uh, definitely not Alexander the Great. He didn't die on his honeymoon. Um, King Solomon, I'm not too up on, so I'm going to say Attila the Hun. Very good, Tom. You You are clever. Right. What is candle hugging? Is it A, warming your hands by cupping them round a candle flame? That makes sense. B, a magic spell involving candles. That also makes sense. Or C, a technique to aid a more even burn. Oh, that sounds really boring. Which one do you think it is? I'm going to go for the magic one. I know it probably is a boring one, but I'm going to go for the magic one. A magic spell involving <laughs> candles! That's exactly what I was thinking. No, that's not no, what I okay. It's a technique to aid a more even burn. Oh, So, oh, bloody hell, I don't think I can drink any more mead for another uh, round. Well, so, so we've still got another two cans. How oh, many more rounds? It now. We've got one more round. Oh, OK. Oh, Jesus, I feel a bit tipsy now after this rhubarb mead, do you? <laughs> <laughs> this one is called Be Musical. That's you, Tom. You're that's, musical, that's aren't you? Be good. This could be better. Your band, Hair and Hoof, could be in this. Are you promoting my band for me? <laughs> I am, yes. Very Tom kind. Rogers, Hair and Hoof. <laughs> uh, right. Now, first one is in the Jungle Book song. <laughs> oh God, I'm glad I'm practicing. I don't think I'm gonna have any mead for the thing tomorrow. No, I wouldn't. Night. I wouldn't. In the Jungle Book song, the bare necessities. Where were the bees buzzing? Now you should answer this Be- because I, you're I, doing I, it at school, aren't it's you? It's actually moment? our school play. 
Yeah. And the bees are buzzing in the trees to make some honey just for me. Sing it, you, sing it. The bees are buzzing in the trees to make some honey just for me. Very good, Tom. Right answer. On Monty Python's previous record, what does Eric Pryleen try to purchase for his pet, Eric the Half a Bee? Is it A, a queen? Is it B, a licence? Or is it C, a hat? It's a licence. Very good, Tom. Now, question three. Do bees sleep? Hang on, this is the music section. Well, I'm just asking you that that's what the question is. There must be a bit of instrumental music that goes with it. Okay. Yeah. Do, Do bees it, sleep? Yeah. This is one of those questions I really should get right, isn't it? Do they go to bed and do they have little hats on and some little pyjamas and the queen bees give them a kiss good night or the nurse bees reads them a little story in bed? What's up? Yes. Yes, yes, very good. Yes. How many species of cuckoo bees are found in Britain? Well, we need Alison Benjamin. Oh, yeah, that's, that's definitely... A, do I get multiple choice on this? Yeah, you can have one or B, six or C, 73. So the cuckoo bees are the ones that lay their eggs and then the other bees have to bring, you know... That's the, what I was guessing, because I'm no... Or the food. I'm no bee expert. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what I'd have guessed the cuckoo bee did. Can I go for B6? No, you're wrong. The 73, 73 species of cuckoo bees. All going round. Found in Britain, all going round. All going round, laying their eggs in bumblebee nests, I think, yeah, rather yeah. than hives. Yeah, in bumblebee nests. Wow. And solitary bees, I guess. It's a bit cheeky, isn't it? I don't know. There it's are six cheeky. species of cuckoo bumblebees and 67 species of cuckoo solitary bees. Right. Final question, Tom. All oh, right, here we go. We've got to the end. Are coconut palms pollinated by bees? Oh, my goodness me. What do you think? I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are very pollinated by bees. <laughs> or are they? Or are they not? <laughs> um, yeah. I am blissfully ignorant of the pollination cycle of the coconut hmm. palm. So I'm going to guess at yes. Yes, that's there the right answer. So guess and you get yes. Tom, that is brilliant. Well, thank you. Very good. And now let's see how many points did you get. Tom, you got nine Nearly out of 20. Nearly half of them right. That is brilliant. More than half of them wrong if you're looking at it the other way. So if you want to find out anything else about Bees for Development, you can go onto our Instagram and then follow them via that. Or they have got a website and they've got a marvellous shop. You'd love it, Tom. And their website is beesfordevelopment.org. So, Tom, out of the meads, mm. uh, first of all, Tom, did you enjoy the quiz? I loved the quiz. Loved, yeah. loved, loved it. What did you think to the quiz master? Oh, I love the quiz master. I love, love, love her. <laughs> you were going to say something rude there. I could tell by your you face. You could see by my face. 
Um, and which of the meads did you like? Without a shadow of doubt, the salted citra one. That was very nice. Mm, was right very up nice, my street. Yeah. I think the salty finish then wind the wind the day, mm. isn't it? Yeah. But it's not just salted, it's also got the bitterness of the hops. Yeah. A touch of herbiness from a tarragon. It's a winner. Yeah, very good. I like that. Yeah. There's more to it. My one's a bit my one I made was a bit one di- we made. Yeah. Bit one dimensional in that respect, wasn't it? When we get a nice honey another time you can have another go, can't I will. You? I'd love to have another go at making meat, yeah. but in the meantime, I'm going to enjoy this. It's very, yeah. very nice. Oh, well, Tom, I'll see you in a... <laughs> well, Tom, I'll see you in the morning. Right, OK. Well, thank you for having me on again. Yeah, well... In many ways, your most convenient guest. <laughs> you are, you know, becoming my favourite guest. Thank, thank you. you, Tom. You Who have... was your favourite guest before? Don't answer that. Oh, well, all, all of them have been favourite, yeah. 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 But you are like currently my favourite guest, especially after I've had all this mead and, well, you know, this chat and you helping me rehearse the quiz. You were very good. But, you know, it's been lovely spending time with you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you know, a very nice man and nice to see you in the flesh at last. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'll see you in a minute. Yes. <laughs> all right. I'm going to turn my microphone off now and pretend that I'm not here. All right, then. Bye, Tom. Goodbye. I love you. Bye. Bye. I've gone now. And I'll call you up whenever I'm feeling down. Queen Bees is written and created by Esther Coles and Jane Horrocks. It is produced by Claire Broughton, Andy Goddard and John Wakefield and partly recorded at The Hives on my allotment near Crouch End in London. Our title music is Sweet Nothing by Amy May Ellis and Will Cookson. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Queen Bees Pod for pictures and videos from The Hive. Queen Bees is a hat-trick podcast. It feels so good just to have you around When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.